Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Why do we care so much about whether we live or die? When you really consider in the grand scheme of things, we're supposedly like a speck of dust in this immense universe of ours. Why does it even matter? What do you mean as whether we live or die as humanity or as we live and die as me, Rhea, personally? Both. Well, I think as me, Rhea, personally, as small as you are in the scheme of things, you still are. Pulling together this outline, those were really the questions that kept coming up. And I thought that was really interesting considering we're, you know, considering the course of 2020. (laughs) Yeah. And death and the virus and the lockdown and the quarantine and all these experiences and questions about the value of life and the death experience. And it made me really wonder, what are we all trying to save here? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm silent because I really don't know how to answer that. And you don't have to answer it in any particular way. I was just really curious because that's really what I just kept getting of like, in the grand scheme of Earth's evolution, you know, my, my daughter is studying geology in her science class. And you consider the dinosaurs and their evolution and the evolution of our species. I was like, damn, isn't that interesting? I mean, the, the answer, for my, in my opinion, is because everyone's quite selfish. <laughs> and that's not like in a dickish way, but we are. We're very self-centered. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if I'm one person out of a billion I'm going to prioritize myself to some degree, right? It doesn't matter if I'm a speck in the gigantic universe. Mm -hmm. My life matters to me, which is why I can be just as bereft if someone didn't text me back because, you know, it's all relative. Yeah. Everything's relative. Do you know what I mean? I just find sometimes making those big comparisons can minimize someone's experience. It just had me going back to like what separates us or... What gives us purpose or meaning now? I find that this cosmic joke or this big fat life on earth experiment to me is about exploring our capacity for consciousness. That there is something else, I suspected it since I was little, that there is so much more or there's a potential than what we've experienced before. And so as I was thinking about that, and I was like, okay, you know, looking back thousands of years of our evolution and stuff like that, really, what, what's going on? And I find that now more than ever, what the signs are pointing to is how far can we stretch our capacity for consciousness? Just how expanded can we become in our knowing? when it comes to either the divine or compassion or love, because I feel like we're really at the beginning of something really interesting and important. And I feel like that's what 2020 was about. As we watch all these, you know, as we talk about 5D and compassion and love and oneness, I think, wow, we, we, we've never had that before. Not in body, right? It's always been 3D separation. So here we are now on the precipice of something kind of crazy. Maybe it's just a handful of people that want to live in this kind of more chilled space of no right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And maybe none of it is real apart from if you live that way, 
your life is just nicer and better. And so here is a new way of living, the limited one life that you've got. In some respects, these are all just stories. And in some respects, they could all be true. And it almost doesn't matter. The world we lived in in 2019 and the world we were going to move into in 2021, totally different. Yeah. They're just totally different. Mm-hmm. And the, the acceleration and the exponential rate of change that we're experiencing as a collective mm-hmm. is huge. Devil's advocate is it could be 100% that we are becoming more conscious. We are becoming more aware of a larger entity that we are part of, that we are expressions of. Mm-hmm. Um, we are becoming more aware that we're meant to be here for joy, not pain. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're redefining what life means and what experience of life is whether or not it means anything for after that i'm almost not sure it matters and if that is because we have to teach a new way of life mm-hmm. a new way of love no more judgment and no more fear and all the rest of it all the stuff that we talk about great the joy for me is still sometimes out <laughs> on whether this is all an expression of something bigger or whether this is just an experience it's not just another way that, I mean, it takes another perspective to get here, but it takes a hell of a lot more than perspective to be able to live in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of work it took to even get to that perspective, to maintain that perspective, to cement that perspective, and to connect all the different bodies, your heart, your mind, thoughts, your experience, your, you know, faith in yourself, trust. I mean, like, coming, I, I couldn't trust anything. You know, the amount of work it's taken to get here is huge. But once you're here, it's amazing, of course. I'm not I'm not saying any of it is not worth it because I believe it's so worth it, it's not even a joke how worth it it is. <laughs> but I start when I start thinking of the big stuff, and I know it's you know, I, I almost seem contradictory because there are some points, you know, I'm like, oh yes, point of essence, blah blah, and I can tell you exactly what like what that is without even fucking knowing. And there's some, you know, there are weird shit that happens in this world that I can't explain. You know what I mean? All the time. Mm -hmm. I am not saying that 100% there is nothing or 100% there is everything, right? If we are working on ourselves to get to a point where we can be as loving, as compassionate, as trusting, and as joyful as we can be, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't we? But obviously I had to get here. I had to get rid of all the fear. I had to grasp the nature of my own power, even just a tiny bit. And I think that's the critical piece was what it took for you to come into your power. And only then when you were in your power, could anything work. And what it took for me to come into my power is saying, fuck this time and time and time again. And every single time choosing myself, regardless of anything else or anyone else. And I don't mean choosing myself in terms of selfishly. I mean, choosing myself in terms of (laughs) doing what felt right, even if it didn't make sense to anyone else. You know, we talk about this a lot in relationship. We talk about this a lot in career. We talk about this a lot in any area. It could be anything. Every choice I started making was the one that made that gave me peace because it was teaching me something. I can logicatron it and tell you why, or I can just say it worked, and (laughs) you know, it really did. But now I feel it's a much more symbiotic relationship than it ever was. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. When you really are in your power, you become unshakable. But it's more than that, Liz. And that's the thing I think, yes, you become unshakable to an extent. Um, You're not made of stone. But I think it's more than just you become unshakable and you live the same exact life you always lived, but now it doesn't bother you. You do live a totally different life. No, yeah, I I agree with you. I definitely agree with that. So you are unshakable, but 
you almost don't need to be unshakable in some ways. Oh no, it's it ceases to be. When I say unshakable, it's just a, you just ex- it just things just are. But to really be in our complete power is to have no fear. Yeah. So when we talked about um, a couple of episodes ago, accountability, compassion, and trust, mm. right? Those are the three things that really help move us from 3D to 5D. So accountability, taking responsibility for what, what happened, yes. will happen, and is happening. Yeah. This happened because... I created it in some way. Yes. I played a part in it. I yes. played a part in everything that happened to me. Compassion, not just it is what it is, but I can be in step with someone else and myself where I am today is exactly where I needed to be. And that's kind of all, like in order to do that, it's taking kind of the more bird's eye view, the more meta yeah. approach to life. And a therefore, bit. nothing could have been different. Yeah, nothing yeah. could have been different. Mm-hmm. And then, fi- and if it had been different, I wouldn't have turned out the way I wouldn't be who I am today. My story would not, I would not be able to complete my story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then trust is trusting that everything will be okay. Yeah. Trust that I ultimately have the power in all of this as well. Yeah. And I think that as a collective humanity itself, it's probably the one thing we've struggled with the most. And accountability is really what helps us get to compassion and trust. People cannot grasp why we would choose suffering. Yeah. It is a very difficult concept for a lot of people to swallow because it runs against our actual wiring. Not that we are wired for pleasure, really, because that's not what we're really wired for. We're wired for happiness. We're wired for contentment. We're wired for bliss. We're wired for joy. We're wired for love. So when we encounter pain or painful experiences, circumstances that hurt us, that knocks, that sort of chips away at our sense of self, our sense of divinity. And that's the only way that we really could have made it through 3D. And so what moves us And as we said before, the antidote to judgment, to shame, et cetera, all those hallmarks of 3D are accountability, compassion, and trust. So I always found that, you know, the whole what goes around comes around, or the this happened to you in one lifetime, or you did this in one lifetime. So karma says this is going to happen to you, or, you know, something's going to happen in your next lifetime, right, to teach you a lesson. And that's always been, as we've kind of said, um, well, we said it a long, long time ago, but funny enough, we don't talk a lot about karma anymore, (laughs) right? It's like, we're like so over it, even though it's the title of our podcast. So karma itself is, you know, those cheap explanations are insufficient. Yeah. As we know, karma is a truly significant concept and one where if we grasp its actual significance... It not only shifts our perspective, but it elevates our wisdom, yeah? So karma is that inescapable bitch, right? It's our greatest teacher. As a concept, it's how we learn. And while it says that, okay, then we must be gluttons for punishment because we're only going to learn through pain, ultimately, karma isn't here to make us suffer. It is here to wake us up. And we don't wake up if everything is a bed of roses, well, yeah, because right. there's no reason to wake up. No. But there's no pleasure in pain. It's not meant to be. It's meant to be uncomfortable. It's meant to be inconvenient. It's meant to be all these things so that we can move towards something else. And we can only do that consciously. 
Because only when we enter into that level of consciousness that allows us to move from one point of existence to another point of existence, our consciousness has to be effectively God consciousness. But not God consciousness in the way that, oh, I'm aware there is a God, right? Because that's another way of subsuming your power. Absolutely. It is, holy shit, I am God. (laughs) I can fucking get myself there because I got myself in this shit in the first place. That means I can get myself out of that shit and into something cooler. That's actually what God consciousness is. I didn't know that. That's quite cool. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) Yeah, that is interesting. I am God, basically. I am God. Okay, so how does one fully accept that they have created this in the first place? I think for me, the question was, do I want to continue to be my own victim? I knew, and I don't know if this was instinct or this was my teacher telling me, that if I wanted to stop hurting, I had to own the fact that I was causing my hurt. And I thought, well, so if I want to stop, I have to stop causing my hurt. Like, I have to stop hurting myself. Oh, okay. I'll tell you how I can understand this. Okay. Because I just kind of, kind of, I'm getting it this way. Okay. My life would have been a fuck of a ton different if I just believed I was worthy. So, yeah, I am fully accountable of everything that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Because if I believed I was worthy all those times where the ground fell from underneath me, not maybe they would, it wouldn't have fallen from underneath me, but I definitely wouldn't have seen it as the ground falling from underneath me. Not in the same way. Right. Every situation that happened to you which hurt, which caused you pain, mm-hmm. you can usually feed it back to, in some way or another, your perspective was you were not good enough, which is why it hurts so bad, which mm-hmm. is why it caused that much pain, which is why it shook you so hard Mm -hmm. so if you didn't have that perspective that belief that fear it wouldn't have happened the way in which you experienced it therefore you did create it because of how you saw yourself Mm -hmm. and therefore if you can really change how you see yourself by doing the work by walking through the fear by building up your self-esteem by working on your love for yourself and others by seeing how other people do love you by seeing how you can put boundaries and they can be respected by seeing all these different ways in which you can reaffirm to yourself that you love you whether it's giving yourself space to feel an emotion space to feel a thought going dark getting light all the different things right Mm -hmm. in doing all of that you are teaching yourself that you can be worthy and eventually you believe that you are And at that point, you have moved from a world where you have to earn your love to a world where love is a constant because you've already given it to yourself. Therefore, as a result, because you're looking through the lens of I am worthy, all your experiences will be different purely because you are reacting and interpreting them different, if not anything else. Mm. So yes, in some way, my mind can get on board with you have created every situation that happened to you. Because how you perceive that situation, how you process that situation, how you emotionally and mentally respond to a situation has everything to do with how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you can see yourself as worthy, powerful, free, peaceful, all the rest, blissful even, those situations don't affect you in the same way. 
But see them, not because you tell yourself to see them through that lens, because you see yourself that way. No, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's natural. The, it's natural. When it's your natural state of being, because you have moved through your karmic shit, right? Yes. And then the magic bit, if we're going to straddle both worlds, is that I can't explain it. But once you do that work, those big things that tended to happen don't tend to happen as much, if at all. Right. No, they don't. So, yes, because that is don't. how... That is why. That is how you move from 3D to 5D. And that is what 3D is and what 5D is. And then if you look at it that way and you look at it from moving from that to that, Mm -hmm. from unworthy to worthy, and only you have decided that, right? Only you have made that happen. You are your own God. Exactly, because only you can do it for yourself. No one, Mm. absolutely no one else no one can no no never then but what is it that thing what is that energy that force that does that it's love yeah yeah love for yourself that fuck it moment is love it's wait i can love myself more than this yes right yes i I need to save myself from my shit now yeah Mm -hmm. i need i need a better life than this because my choices are end or go i can't stay in this in between anymore it's love and then it grows from there and then you know as we were discussing in a couple of last episodes is that how do you click back in or how do you kind of reconnect to yourself it's you know we were saying how once you get to that place where you can really love yourself mm-hmm. and then it's the next stage that next growth evolution is being able to share love yes right yeah. and so it does become expanded the love for it yourself does. does become expanded and expanded and expanded yeah. and it's really fucking cool actually You know, what's interesting, though, is that as we defined love in season three, love is shining our light for the world to see, right? And so when we partner with someone else, our light just becomes amplified, if you will. But love, love is already everything. It's how we see it that makes it seem more or less. As we said, love is a verb, right? Love Mm. is active. Love is an experience, if you will. But love itself is not something that you, that expands or contracts. It just is. And so you when just it tap seems, into it or you don't. It's our perspective that determines how much love there is or not, right? Yeah. But love itself is just that immeasurable thing. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I don't know. It's yeah. kind of one of those like, yeah. anyway. So what happens when we are not sure if love just, again, is like a lot to get yeah. to? It's been coming and coming for the past few years, the concept of joy, but it's going to become a bigger focus in really, I think... After we've moved through our shit in 2021, 2022, and so on, we're going to be about bring on the joy. Mm. Where can I find my joy? What is Mm. my joy? You know, (laughs) all the questions around joy. What is joy? So will my dating life be a joyful one? Will my work experience in life be joyful? You know, is my life in general joyful? Do I have joy with my friends, etc.? That's kind of what we're kind of going to hope for stage one. Stage two. Stage one is getting rid of the crap. Yes. Okay. Stage one, get rid of the crap. Stage two, once the crap is gone, are all the different aspects of my life bringing me joy? Yes. Um, And am I at peace then, I assume, with like how I live, what I do, who I am, where I'm at? Like, am I just at peace with that? Am I able to be compassionate about it? Am I just allowing things to flow? Yeah. And that's a, those are huge questions that we're going to be asking ourselves over the next couple of years. And it will take a bit of time to get us there, to really find, to be able to answer yes to any of those questions. Am I at peace in how I live? 
2020 was the unraveling of everything. So, of course, a lot of us wouldn't be able to answer those questions now. Into 2021, 2022, it's going to be all about intention. What do I intend for myself? Well, that's it. Because we can't, as we keep saying now, we can't share love unless we found it in ourselves first. Mm -hmm. So making those intentions for ourselves allows us to then exponentially shine it with others too. And that's how we see our world change. Yeah, and that's oneness, isn't it? It is. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.